Super Talk Mississippi media production. Southern Miss fans know the number one stop for Golden Eagle Apparel is Campus Book Mart on Hardy Street in Hattiesburg. Baseball, basketball, football, Campus Book Mart has it covered with clothing to fit the young and old, big and small Golden Eagle in your family. You can visit the store on Hardy Street, shop online at campusbookmart.net, or call in your order and have it mailed to your front door. However you choose to buy, always visit Campus Book Mart first. You won't be sorry. Campus Book Mart and Southern Miss, to the top. I'll pre record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, roll A, fade up on A. Southern Miss to the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. All right, here we go, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Super Talk Eagle Hour. Glad you're tuned in around the state today. Opening segment of the show sponsored by Dickie's Barbecue Pit. Proud supporters of Southern Miss. Proud supporters of the Eagle Hour and very good friends of ours. Great place to take your family tonight for dinner. Dickie's Barbecue Pit here in Hattiesburg. We're broadcasting from the Southern Bank Core Studios in Hattiesburg this afternoon, Bob and Kelly, we're glad you're along for the ride. Jim Call is the Chief Communications Officer at Southern Miss. He's here in the studio with us and will be uh, spending uh, the next hour. We've got all kinds of things to talk to him about. First, though, we're going to go to New Orleans where our buddy Patrick McGee writes for NOLA.com, as you well know, and uh, joins us every week. And Well, Patrick, we're glad to have you. Uh, baseball season is over, and uh, just uh, your quick overall evaluation of the 2023 season. Uh, well, I mean, it, it was a wild one for Southern Miss. I mean, so many storylines kind of uh, uh, went into this one, and it just feels like this is a season people are going to be talking about for a very long time. Uh, but here at the end, you see a lot of the, the, the big shots are left, you know. Uh, you've got LSU, you've got Wake Forest, and you've got Florida. Now, I think a lot of people really peg those three teams as probably the three most talented teams in college baseball. Uh, via the, and much of that comes much of that comes via the transfer portal, right? Uh, especially for Florida and LSU, and and really for Wake Forest. I think they had a former Tulane catcher that was a that was a hero for them in the, the game against LSU the other night. So, uh, yeah, it's it's you know you kind of hope that college baseball would be kind of. Uh, Saved a little longer from the transfer portal dictating everything, but here we are. Uh, the the halves are kind of here left. The last three teams standing. Yeah, and I, you know, I hate to be cynical, but really, doesn't it boil down to who's got the most money, Patrick? Yeah, and 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 you know how much you know money in those communities. Uh, you know, with, with LSU, they just have so much uh, in Baton Rouge and, and the state as a whole, really coming in and and. and and businessmen and lawyers and everybody willing to step in and, and fund these NIL deals, uh, especially at LSU. Um, you know, you have Hurston Waldrop, who's now at Florida. Uh, chances are he'll be pitching in the, uh, the title series uh, coming up here against either Wake Forest or LSU. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's money's dictating things, big markets. Uh, college baseball is still going to be a little bit different uh, just because there's only really so many programs that have that kind of support. Uh, but you're going to have a group of 10 or so that are really going to be uh, kind of leading the way for a while, it looks like. So, bottom line, and this is a hard question to ask you, but 
take L- and I'm not going to single out LSU. Take LSU, take Florida, and I assume Wake Forest. Are they really amateur baseball teams anymore? I mean, in the definition of professional athlete, you're paid to play. Well, if you watch them on the field, these guys certainly don't look, you know, like amateurs. I mean, Paul Skeen is out there throwing 102 miles an hour, and he transferred in from the Air Force Academy. And the reason he came to LSU is because, uh, I mean, there was a variety of reasons for him, a little bit more complex. Uh, but, I mean, they came here. You see it in, L- in women's basketball. LSU suddenly getting all these uh, uh, these players who, who are coming to LSU because they know they can strike the biggest NIL deal uh, at LSU. Right. So yeah, it's these it, as a whole across the board. I mean, there's just a lot of athletes playing on the college level who who aren't amateurs anymore. Uh, I want they're, they're very much pros. And before Kelly jumps in, do, do you? And I'm gonna put you on the spot here. Do you have any idea what kind of NIL deal skiing got? No, I don't. And it's not really even gonna be anything close to what some of these uh, uh, players are transferring to LSU women's basketball. To be honest, uh, it's just not. Um, it's college baseball just isn't on that level just yet, you know, at that, at the, at the height, but mm-hmm. no, I don't know, but I know Trey Morgan, uh, you know, Dylan Cruz, all those guys have substantial NIL deals, but they're just not in the, in the, on the same level as what they're getting in football and basketball right now. I hear what both of you guys are saying, but yesterday on this program, J.R. Teague's the athletic director at Southeastern Louisiana, who full disclosure is on that selection committee, the part of the votes that, determined who got the regionals, super regionals, etc. I'm paraphrasing here, but he said that he thought that college baseball in particular it has more parity than it's ever had. And he pointed to the fact that Oral Roberts went to the College World Series, that Indiana State, you know, hosted a regional this year, that Nichols out, out of the Southland Conference, you know, earned, earned a berth. Um, so that that's the argument is that I mean he his opinion I wanted to get your guys views is college baseball does it have more parity today than ever before Patrick well, well I mean from my point of view if you, I, that's what I just mentioned 10 teams that really can kind of dictate things in terms of NIL deals and stuff like that it's not it doesn't go all the way down whether it's football or basketball you're talking about dozens of programs that can really put up big money and finance large rosters uh, so you know, I, I see what he's saying there. There's still room for the Southern Misses of the world and the Indiana States, but, it's you know, it, it is disappointing at the end of the day is whenever the teams that are left standing are the one that had the, the money behind them. I could not agree with you more, Patrick. I could, I could yeah. not agree with you. And Walter, as far as Walter at Florida goes, I mean, when he goes to the big leagues, he'll probably be taking a pay cut. Yeah. Well, you <laughs> see, here, here's, the thing that, here's the thing that is so frustrating about that, Patrick. You, you take a guy like, I don't want to just single him out, but you take a Hurston Waldrop. That kid stays here. Chances are he's still playing in the World Series. I mean, he, he chances yeah. are Southern Miss is in the World Series if they had one more pitcher like that this year. And, and from a fan standpoint and a fan of a smaller school, that's just what's so frustrating. It just makes blood shoot out of my eyes. Yeah, you know, and I've I, I thought about that as well. But, you know, if Hurst and Waldrop still on the roster, Southern Miss probably wouldn't have had Billy Oldham, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, 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 it cuts both ways. I think Southern Miss probably would have been hosting a regional if Waldrop had stayed and they would have got to the super regional, down, super regional round. So, yeah, there's a good chance they'd be in the World Series. 
And, uh, but then, you know, but we'll see. We'll see where things go. And Bob, Florida and Tennessee fans have, have talked to me, different ones, and they've said, they've said look, I, I understand that argument. But they're saying, and this is going to hurt Eagle fans, but they'll say, you guys have hosted Super Regionals the last two years and couldn't get it done. You know, I mean, you're, you're playing a Super Regional on your home field. Okay, so you don't have one more pitcher. I mean, you've got every other advantage other than that, that one pitcher. So mm-hmm. they're saying, you know, you well, may not have that pitcher, but yeah. you are getting to play on your home field. You know, in regard to Tennessee, I did read, though, where Southern Miss has an athletic budget of $24 million. Tennessee's is $170 million. I would attest Tennessee has the advantage, no matter where they're playing. Patrick? Yeah, well, I mean, I, well, I mean, Tennessee has the advantage through NIL and stuff like that. Right. Uh, they brought in some top, you know, two of the best pitchers they had out there pitching in Southern Miss were transferred from, transfer from Charlotte and Georgia Southern. Uh, so they're able to bring in just the quality of transfer that Southern Miss is just going to have a hard time getting. You know, they're pulling in Delta State guys and D3 guys. And, you know, they got a you know, transfer in from BYU reportedly here recently who will be a nice addition to the roster. But uh, right now the, the best transfers that Southern Miss is going to get is, are not aren't NIL guys. They're junior college guys, you know, guys still right. working their way up. And Southern Miss is at the top of the ladder if you're looking at schools outside of the Power Five. They may be the best, you know, non-power yeah. five baseball school in the country. So, what does that? Where does that leave the McNeese states of the world, Patrick? It's going to be tough. Uh, you know, you see some programs that have a hard time uh, with that consistency. You know, it's just tough to compete at the level that Southern Miss has for a while now. It's just really tough to kind of match that. You know, it's easy to see Southern Miss. Kind of overtaking a, a, a you know a South Alabama from for at least a while now, just because right. Southern Miss is in such a good position and they have that energetic fan base. That's just really hard to compete with when right. it comes to college baseball. Well, we can't agree in the last minute, right? Though that Southern Miss has really established itself as a national baseball power. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's uh, Southern Miss, East Carolina, you know, Coastal Carolina. They've really kind of replaced the old. Uh, West Coast programs like Cal State Fullerton, Great. Uh, yeah. you know, programs like that that were contending for College World Series, even national titles. And, the, you know, these, these, you know, Southern Miss, East Carolina, those are programs that still have a lot to aspire to. It'll be interesting to see what happens over the next five to ten years. Yep. Always good stuff. But in conclusion, you, you agree this was really a, an incredible year for Southern Miss baseball. Yeah, I know people will be disappointed and didn't end up in Omaha, but it's, it's a season that a lot of people will remember fondly. You're right. Well, maybe next week we can go in an extended conversation about the New Orleans Breakers. What do you think about that, Patrick? <laughs> I'm sure we'll find something better to talk about. <laughs> well, he's not a Breakers fan, Bob. Uh, I, I don't can tell. I yeah. can tell. Uh, are there any Breakers fans? They're in this, that, would, that would be the question. They're going to be on national TV Sunday night yeah. on Fox playing the Birmingham Stallions in the semifinals of the USFL. I'll be tuned in. No, I'll be watching Outland. Did Patrick hang up? Yeah. <laughs> I guess Patrick had heard enough. We'll be back. Definitely not a Breakers fan.
Southern Miss to the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. All right, Campus Bookmark, campusbookmark.net. That's who sponsors this segment of the Eagle Hour, and we appreciate everything Miss Kathleen does. Located right across from the campus on Hardy Street, you can shop them online at campusbookmark.net. Also, I want to remind you about the Super Talk Eagle Hour podcast on Apple, Audible, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, or you can just tell Alexa to play the Super Talk Eagle Hour. Glad to have uh, Jim Call here in the studio with us. He's the Chief Communications Officer at Southern Miss, and uh, he, he, he came bearing gifts, and we just can't tell you how much we like guests like you, Jim. I'm glad to be here, Bob. Even with, even here with Kelly a little bit. I know. And and by the way, for the record, Bob, it is Doctor Jim Call. Oh, right. My apologies. <laughs> right, right. I, 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 won't, I won't. I won't accept your apology publicly here. But <laughs> okay, afterwards, well, if we can address that, you're taking the right? T-shirts back. Right? Absolutely. That's exactly Absolutely. right. Well, you know, as you can see by the way, Sanders dress. He could use a new shirt. And I, but triple X isn't going to cut it. Yeah. Well, but I, thank you. It was the thought. How that long counts. did it take you to get the smoke out of that shirt when you picked it up? And do you know? Do you know when I bought this shirt, Bob? There were still like thirty of them left. I can't imagine why. Uh, well, th- how about the matching shorts? If you got a purse that matched the uh, what? It, this, would those be salmon? Peach. Peach. These are peach or salmon. That's a big peach. Yeah. <laughs> So, so what is the occasion that you're dressed for today? I just, you know, yeah. it's it's summertime. It's time to lighten up the wardrobe a little bit. He just got it, back. Is. He just, it is a summery outfit. He yeah. just got back from Gay Paris. I'm not saying anything, but it just makes me a little nervous. Well, and on my way back from, well, on my way to Paris, which was the impetus of, of getting Dr. Call on the show today, um, as, as we talked about earlier, I was at the Heathrow Airport in London, and I was wearing my Southern Miss garb, and I got three to the tops from people that were you know passing me here and there at the Heathrow airport and even one person who didn't like Ole Miss um so and and Jim Jim's been in the area was an undergraduate student at Southern Miss in the early 2000s now has worked for the university after that and and he texted me he was glad to hear that being in the marketing department I said you know let's have a discussion as to where to the top came from so can we start there Dr. Call let's talk about to is this an was this an athletic um, idea to come up with it? Was it a university? Let's just talk about the genesis of To the Top. Sure, sure. Well, two people uh, I think really deserve the credit for it, and that one is Bob Pierce, and a lot of our a lot of your listeners will remember Bob. He was the director of the Alumni Association for about a decade, and then became our vice president for advancement. So he's one, and then Walt Denton, who is a marketing and public relations professional for multiple decades here in the state, who's also an alum of Southern Miss. And late, late 90s, early 2000s, that's when we first started saying to the top. And, and they, Bob and Walt got together, uh, and it, it stemmed from a conversation that they were having uh, about a football game in the late 80s against Florida State, and Southern Miss defeated Florida State. And toward the end of the game, the Southern Miss fans in, in victory were doing the tomahawk chop in celebration. And, and know, really mocking Florida State. And, 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 and <laughs> you know, that Bob and, and Walt thought, well, you know, we really need something of our own, right? Because that's that's good for one game, but but how can we carry that carry that forward? And so they, you know, they had some they had some conversations about that. And not only that, um, but but about that same time, that's when Eagle Walk and and all these other sort traditions that we know well today uh, came out of those conversations. So so Bob, as the director of the Alumni Association, they f- they formed a traditions committee, and they went about the 
the process of outlining what they thought all the traditions of the university were. And uh, that committee uh, back in 2007 put a list of those things together and said, here's, here's what we're about. Here, here are our traditions. And Martha Saunders, who was president of the University of Time, signed that and adopted that as the official traditions of the university. And to the top, as the university motto is is one of those but but the phrase to the top it, it wasn't just pulled off a tree somewhere uh, correct all right that's the, that's the mm-hmm. name of the fight song southern miss to the yeah. top and at the time it was southern to the top here's, and here's, i'm not going to sing it for you but <laughs> um but that's where that's where the that's where it came from that's where the idea came here's from. how established is becoming i'll use this comparison uh, you know I, I get messages from people all the time and they'll conclude it smttt right it's like when the Redskins were alive. It was HTTR, Hail to the Redskins, Southern Miss to the Top. So it's it has become part of the culture. Uh, absolutely. When, when I heard, you know, I hear stories like Kelly's, uh, you know, of course, that's music to my ears because that, that tells mm-hmm. me how far we've come, right? And, and I can remember the first time I heard a story. You're not referencing the like outfit. That. You're referencing the people <laughs> saying to the top. Yeah, we, the, we've got, still got a ways to go yeah, with, with the, the outfit. outfit. Yes. No I, I'm not exactly a fashion guru by any means. Really? Yeah, well, yeah, it's an understatement since breaking Noah said news, it looks like rain. Breaking yeah. news, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> on the, uh, all right, I, I wanna, I'm glad you're here today. Uh, I, I wanna, First, let me read this. Southern Miss Junior Pitcher Tanner Hall announced as the 2023 Recipient of the American Baseball Coaches Association Golden Glove Award. The award recognizes the top defensive player at each position in each division of collegiate baseball. So Tanner is the Golden Glove Award winner for Division I pitchers. Tanner on three All-America teams. Tanner played on the USA team last year. Tanner was the pitcher of the year in the Sun Belt Conference. I probably don't have time to list all the awards but he didn't win the best player in Mississippi, and I, I thought you put up such a great comment about that on social media. Your thoughts about that? Well, well, first off, Tanner is a fantastic player, right? Right. And, right. and has been an absolute joy to watch. And if you're a baseball fan or, or a Southern Miss fan, and you go watch him pitch, boy, it's it's something, uh, you know. And I can it's remember, a joy. I, just such a he's a pitcher's pitcher, right? Right, no and knows how to knows how to do it. Uh, but yeah, uh, not not the best player in Mississippi, uh, you know, according to the award voters there. Um, but uh, you know, that's I, I think what you're referring to is a comment I made on social media, and it, you know, just it's one thing that sort of defines Southern Miss over the years, right? It's this this chip on your shoulder, uh, fighting for respect, right? And the, one of the things that I like so much about Southern Miss is that we take those things and we use them, and they fuel us, right? And so when we talk about to the top, for instance, part of to the top is, and the attitude of to the top is, is we're going to achieve things regardless of what other people think about us or regardless of what obstacles are placed in our path. And you you know, you hear our, our president, uh, Joe Paul, talk about Southern Miss grit, right? And it's mm-hmm. a lot about using that grit mm-hmm. to reach that level of achievement. Right. Maybe that other people don't think you should – deserve or, or should even attempt right and, and you know to the top is achieving that level then looking out past that and setting a new bar and setting a new right. bar and we see that now with the baseball program clearly a nationally prominent baseball program for many many years we saw that with the football program and i think we will see it again under will hall under jeff bauer and jeff bauer used that magnificently recruiting kids and you know the 
you weren't good enough to play there. They didn't really want you. They don't think you have any talent. That kind of thing. And those kids come out with a chip on their shoulder and just punished people. Yeah, I mean, that's the Southern Miss way, right? You, you, you take those things, you use them as fuel, and, and move forward. You know, when I think about especially the baseball program, uh, one of the examples that I use is Brian Dozier's career, right? So you have, you have a young man from small town Mississippi, uh, was not recruited by SEC schools, comes to Southern Miss, goes to the College World Series, right? That's a, some people would say that's the top, right? But Brian goes on, plays professionally, gets drafted. Some people would say that's the top, right? But then when you get drafted, you want to go to the major leagues, the highest level of professional baseball. Well, that's the top. No, but you're constantly resetting the bar onto all-star games, onto <laughs> winning World Series, good, and it's yeah. never-ending. You continue to, right. to embrace that, uh, that, that passion for reaching higher and higher levels. So, so there's a subtle message there that you shouldn't settle for mediocrity, whether it's on the field or in the classroom, yes? You, you shouldn't settle. Yeah, you should never settle. It should be what we hope that Southern Miss people do, whether you're a faculty, a staff, or student, or, or alumni, is to continue that pursuit so, throughout so, your life. So the original phrase, to the top, Dr. Call, was it for more the marketing and academic side of the university, or was it for the athletic side and it just happened to bleed over to both. No, it is the university motto, right? Okay. Now, we are more familiar with it. Most people are more familiar with in conjunction with athletic events, right? Because right. you hear it after first down, Southern Miss to the top and the responses to the top. But I think that's where people are more familiar with it. But no, it is the motto of the university. And was there any, when they were doing research, uh, was there anything that would indicate how long it takes for these things, air quotes, to catch on? Because now... There seems to be much more of a preponderance of people saying Southern Miss fans greeting each other in passing to the top, to the top. Well, you know, the thing that I always, uh, in marketing classes, uh, they always talked about if, when you're sick of hearing something, that's when people are first starting to hear it, right? And certainly I'm not sick of to the top and I embrace it and love it, and, but you have to say it so many times before people you know, embrace it. And, and we've had, over the years, uh, a, a really taking on a concerted effort to to really explain people what that means and right and what what we expect from you when you say to the top as a Southern Miss person and, and part of that is is what I've talked about using that grid to to elevate yourself and and for the record the proper response is if somebody meets you and says to the top you simply should repeat it back to them with a little bit more enthusiasm yeah to the top like we'll we end right this back. show every day right. That's exactly how we end this show every day. I, I, I'm speechless. I, I'm still trying to get past the Pete shorts. But You're jealous as heck. I I'm, can tell, I'm Bob. I'm going to find some tonight. How late, how late is the Salvation Army over? <laughs> Jealousy will get you nowhere. <laughs> Southern Miss to the top. All right, we want to thank D1D Bat for uh, their sponsorship of the Super Talk Eagle Hour, along with their good friends at Fourth Street Bar and Grill, where you get the best plate lunch anywhere in Hattiesburg, $9.95. Southern Miss memorabilia on every wall, great place to hang out. D1D Bat, a great place to take your kids 
for baseball, softball training, or if you're an adult athlete, to train for your own sport. They can fix you up, D1 and D-Bat. Also, always so happy to to welcome new members to the Super Talk Eagle Hour family, and I'm happy to announce today uh, the addition of a, of a new advertiser on Super Talk, Noel Daniels Motor Company in Brandon, Mississippi, the home of the Icon Carts. You can buy a new Icon cart from the Noel Daniels Motor Company and get it delivered anywhere in the state of Mississippi, including right here in Hattiesburg for just $99. They carry electric vehicles for all your needs around the neighborhood, the farm, or even the golf course. And remember, they'll deliver it to you right here in Hattiesburg for just $99. Great inventory, always a great deal, irregardless. And uh, you can check them out for yourself. You can shop online at noeldaniels.cars. That's noeldaniels.cars. We thank them for their sponsorship of the Super Talk Eagle Hour. All right, we continue our conversation uh, with Dr. Jim Call, the Chief Communications Officer uh, at Southern Miss. We were talking uh, off air about uh, the the family atmosphere of Southern Miss and and how fortunate uh, we feel to be a part of that, a school this size. And you just made a great comparison uh, how it's a little different, let's say, if you're at a Southern Miss baseball game than it might be if you were at one of these mega universities uh, attending a sporting event there. Elaborate on that. Well, sure. So, Bob, you are you host the show, but you're also a fan of the baseball team. And when you go to a game, you know Coach Barry, you know the players, right? You know the assistant coaches, you know the people that sit around you. Uh, I don't know that you get that at every school. And so when you're rooting for that team on the field – uh, there's a connection there that's that I think is deeper and, and more meaningful because you're rooting for people uh, who you are fond of and, and who you have you know an affection for and and you probably have a million Coach Barry stories, uh, but but you might not be unique and I think everybody who's in that stadium probably has a Coach Barry story, and, and I think that that makes it more meaningful and deeper. Right, and and I'll say this, uh, gentlemen, we we've. We were very fortunate to get an athletic director, Jeremy McLean, who certainly understands that. And he's brought people into our university that just fit like a glove. And I, and I think of Will Hall, who I genuinely believe has developed a love deep in his heart for this culture and the history of this school. And I think that uh, what you just said about baseball is true, and I think you're going to start seeing that more and more uh, with Coach Hall's football program. I think absolutely right. And I, I think across the university you have that now. I agree. Uh, from, from President Paul on down, when you're talking about athletics, Jeremy, the head coaches across the board, they all feel like Southern Miss people. And and if you ask me to describe that, I don't know that I need to do it for this audience because I think Southern Miss people know what a Southern Miss, a Southern Miss person is. And, and it's all the characteristics, you know, the, the grit and the determination and the – this not taking no, uh, not taking the first no, and sort of persevering and and wanting to achieve those goals that we talked about with with to the top, uh, but that's across the board now. And, and as a marketing and public relations professional, that is wonderful because I don't have to talk to Coach Hall about okay now, this is what Southern Miss is because he gets it and he gets it deep in his bones, and, and you can see that when he's when he's speaking, when he's on the sideline, when he's interacting with players, when he's doing media interviews, or really across the board. So, so I want to go a little bit, let's let's open up the curtain a little bit at, at the university, uh, Dr. Call. You, you're on the academic side as far as communications goes. Sports has its sports information department. So talk about the, the, the inner workings between the two sides, 
communication wise, the academic side with the athletic side or vice versa? Uh, so we communicate uh, almost a daily basis, right? And so it's it's if it's marketing, it's helping promote uh, different activities or, or whatnot. And if it's a public relations issue that we're dealing with, you know, we'll help manage those together if it's significant. Um, but but I, uh, along with uh, eight or ten other individuals, uh, are part of Dr. Paul's senior senior leadership team, senior officers team. Uh, which would include Jeremy uh, McLean and and all the vice presidents for the various divisions of the university, and so that is um, while the marketing athletics team reports up through Jeremy, we certainly interact and collaborate on a daily basis. And I've that's how that's how most universities are set up. But I do feel like our relationship and our working relationship at Southern Miss is as good or better as any in the country when you're talking about across the board. And what advantage do you think that you had coming up as a student at Southern Miss and then just seamlessly working your way into the marketing and communications department at Southern Miss as opposed to somebody who would move here from Kent State or wherever uh, coming from that knowing what Southern Miss is all about from having experienced it? Yeah, so, so there's no substitute for experience, right? And being a student there, and you're you're having these interactions with faculty, staff, or administrators. Uh, when I was a student, uh, Arbor K. Lucas was the president, and uh, Dr. Paul was the vice president for student affairs, and and so I got to know those individuals a little bit at that time. And it, but that experience and feeling all the different aspects of the quote unquote brand uh, and living through that certainly helps me in my work today because because i've experienced it firsthand you're not having to confirm anything in the brand for me because i've already i've already felt it so when we talk about the grit when we talk about the warmth and hospitality of our university when we talk about the the community aspect that bob was referring to i've experienced that so it's not just empty words right and i can I could communicate it in a way in which I'm passionate about it and I feel it. Well, I want to go back to warmth and hospitality because, Bob, you can comment on this, too. The Tennessee bullpen would beg to differ uh, with hosp- hospitality and, <laughs> and warmth. <laughs> well, you know, there's consistent pieces of the brand, right? And then, and then there is things that are not, yeah. not exactly 100% all the time. <laughs> right, right. I've shared this story with you about that at the uh, conference tournament. Uh, sitting right next to us was a suite that was uh, Appalachian State suite, and all the baseball coaches' wives were there. Down in front of us was the bullpen that App State was in in this particular game, and there were five or six Troy kids sitting down there, and and they were kind of you know jokingly picking at the dug at the bullpen, and the those ladies took real offense to that, and they started arguing, and they were really really upset that those five or six guys were picking at the bullpen. And I looked at my wife and I said, boy, oh boy, they're, they're going to be in for a culture shock when they get down here next year if that upsets them. The App State folks you're talking yes, about. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. You ain't seen a bullpen get uh, visited with like it's going to be. But I will say this about that. I did see between the, uh, the, the two games on, uh, I guess it would have been Sunday, between the schools after Southern Miss finished the first game, that I was down in the roost of visiting with a friend of mine down there, Jody uh, Lott, and uh, there were about four Tennessee relief pitchers, and on the other side of the fence were about a dozen little bitty boys, 10, 11 years, 12 years old, with the USM hats and the sunglasses upside down and the jerseys wanting to be imitation 
Southern Miss baseball players. The Tennessee kids were playing catch with them back and forth, slapping hands with them, having a good time with them. So it's it's all in good fun, man. Right. And we do hear so many stories about uh, opposing players that really enjoyed. Oh yeah, playing they love the coming here. And part of that is the the right field roost and right. feeding them after the game and uh, right. And that's that's certainly part of the culture. Really, really in your career at the university, Jim, not only as a student but as an as, as an administrator now, so to speak, has have things ever been better? I mean, when you look at season ticket sales now, last two they're going to break season ticket sales again for football. I think this year, Eagle Club memberships the last two years uh, looks like they're going to break that again this year. So, man, the arc just. And look, we've been criticized on this show sometimes when we when we take the university to task. But if you're going to take the university to task, you also have to pat them on the back. It seems to me that things seem to be clicking pretty well right now. Well, well you can feel the momentum. Yeah. You can feel the momentum on campus, across campus. And a lot of this starts with, with our president, uh, with Joe Paul, and the energy that he brings to campus. But but it's not just Dr. Paul. It's it's uh, He leads and and a lot of people take the ball and run with it from there but you can feel it and it is not just a feeling right it's the things that you're talking about that are measurable right and it is it is translating into uh things that are going to matter long term for this university and but the excitement and the enthusiasm and that that feeling of hey we're getting somewhere it is there and it's real and i tell people all the time too whether your kids go to other schools if you're a business owner in Hattiesburg, you should support Southern Miss because if something, God forbid, happens to that university, the community of Hattiesburg and surrounding areas is up a well-known creek. Now, they've got you know the medical facilities, but by and large, this, you're up a well-known creek if something happens to Southern Miss, and if Southern Miss does not do well. Well, part of that momentum certainly is not only alignment at the university with the leaders that we have on campus right now, but alignment with the city of Hattiesburg and it does feel like we're at a point where with Mayor Barker's leadership and the city council and, and all the businesses and uh, that we've got some momentum holistically, not only on campus, but, but in Hattiesburg. Dr. Jim Calls in the studio with us. He's the chief communications officer at USM. He's going to stay in one more segment. Talk a little bit about this basketball challenge and what the Sun Belt means to the university. And, Bob, breaking news, Southern Miss has a verbal commitment from a five-star football athlete. We'll have that for you as well. As well as an announcement about a very, very, not that you aren't, Dr. Call, you are, but a very unusual guest. You're very special. This guest, not real special, but pretty unusual, going to be on the show tomorrow. You've heard of him before. We've asked if he's coming back. He is, right, Kelly? Tomorrow. All right, we'll be back. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. The Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. Hey, don't forget about Mobay Beignet Company. That's the official beignet store of the Super Talk Eagle Hour. They have delicious desserts. And they're, I think, seven days a week right there on Hardy Street across from the campus. They're great toppings for the beignets and all kinds of wonderful coffees. Mobay Beignet, and uh, we thank them for all they do. We've got uh, Dr. Jim Call with us. And uh, this comes out today, Dr. Call, that the, uh, the Sunbelt Conference has announced an inaugural uh Mac Sunbelt Conference Basketball Challenge, uh, where Mac schools will be playing uh, Sunbelt schools in, in a major basketball tournament. 
Akron is the school drawn by the Lady Eagles and the men. They'll be playing uh, basketball against Akron. What is the nickname of that? The Zips. The Zips. Z-I-P-S. So uh, I, I like that matchup, you know, with MAC teams and the Sun Belt. And uh, your perspective, uh, Dr. Call, about the, just how big just how big this Sun Belt membership has been and is. Well, I think you've seen it this year. I think you've seen the, the results and the enthusiasm for the competition. When you think about a game, uh, since we're talking basketball, like that Lafayette game, the, the Louisiana game here on campus, I think that that will go down as a as a for the students today that were there in attendance. That'll be a game that they remember. That'll be an experience that they remember probably for the rest of their lives. Right. Uh, and that is that is something uh, that that we haven't seen in Reed Green Coliseum in a while. And that's a credit to Coach Ladner and a credit to the players there. Uh, but some of that has to do with the natural rivalries of the of the Sun Belt Conference that that is created, right? So, Louisiana, South Alabama, Troy, those those are games that we're going to look forward to each and every year, regardless of the sport being played. I completely yeah. agree. So the men will play at Akron on November 11th, and the Lady Eagles will host uh, Akron as part of that challenge. D1 Baseball is reporting that Southern Miss is about to hire Lad Rhodes. As the assistant, one of the assistant coaches, of course, Coach Christian Ostrander was on the show Monday talking that uh, that he was talking with someone. Um, and D, according to D1 Baseball, it will be Lad Rhodes. He was most recently an assistant coach at Nickel State. He was actually on this program. He was. Yeah, last week uh, prior to regionals. Lad Rhodes has a relationship with Christian Ostrander where they coach together at Jones. Uh, and they would be reunited if that were to take place. And if that takes place, we'll have Lad Rhodes right back here on the program. Also, Andy Kennedy, the basketball coach at UAB, formerly head basketball coach at Ole Miss, is reportedly headed to West Virginia as the new head basketball coach, where Bob Huggins resigned amid some controversies over some homophobic slurs that he made uh, on the radio a couple of weeks ago. So Andy Kennedy reportedly leaving UAB to go to West Virginia where he will be in the Big 12 conference. So that's the latest with Andy Kennedy. And as we mentioned prior to the break, Bob, Southern Miss reportedly landing a verbal commitment from a rival's five-star athlete, defensive lineman Jalen Owens from Oak Grove High School, right behind us here, right down the road. Owens, 6'5", 255. Pounds. Again, a five-star rivals athlete from Oak Grove, Jalen Owens, committing verbally to Southern Miss. The momentum continues, doesn't it? Well, it's going to be an exciting football season, isn't it? Yeah, of course. I, I think our our fans and uh, everybody surrounded with that program in the university is looking forward to football season. Now, Maybe, Dr. Call, do you, do you know Coach Hall pretty well. Okay. Have you ever met his brother, Phil? I have not, and I hear he may be back for a visit soon. Kelly, is that true? Phil's returning? Says he is. Coming he, tomorrow, right? Well, I talked to him this morning, and he was on his first pot of coffee right? this morning. He, he was at five. <laughs> uh, five this morning, right? Well, yes. let me say this, Bob. I'm glad I'm here today <laughs> and not tomorrow. I'll be listening in, but I'll be a safe distance from, from the studio. Yes. Uh, so we're expecting the, the brother of head coach. The long-lost oh. brother. Phil Hall to be here tomorrow. And yeah. and for the record, Phil Hall says he can, when it comes to coffee, he can drink Juan Cardona under the table. I'd like to see that matchup. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'd like to see that matchup. Uh, anything you'd, we got about a minute left. Any message you'd like to deliver to Southern Miss fans that listen to the show all over the state about 
what's going on at the university and what they have to look forward to. Well, I, I, again, I, I think the momentum is real, and, and so keep supporting us. Uh, keep showing up to games. Uh, keep supporting the Eagle Club, Alumni Association, USM Foundation. You know, we, we, we need, for Southern Miss to be successful, uh, we, we can't depend on other people to do it for us, right? We need the Southern Miss community. We need the Hattiesburg community. We need the Gulf Coast community. Mm-hmm. Uh, our presence is big there as well. But we need all everybody behind us and pushing in the same direction. And I'll tell you something I liked in the Eagle Club statement. Eagle Club statement and renewals are going out. And it says, you know, what's your state, what you gave last year. And you can check that box. But right underneath it, it says 10% increase, which I like that. And we've mentioned on this program every year, kind of make it in your budget. Uh, even if it's 5 10%, just do more. Do a little bit more every year. And I got from a really reliable source yesterday that they're already closing in on the season ticket football record that they set last year. And here we are, you know, in June. So uh, everything looks very good. One last thing as we, as we leave, is there anything you can do to get Dr. Paul out of his shyness? <laughs> well, <laughs> Working on it? N- no, no, and actually the opposite is true, right? I, I want him as enthusiastic as he can be about Southern Miss, and he does, he's a great ambassador for the There's University no of Southern question Mississippi. About it. So, yeah, I'm you- at, so I'm in dreamland with us regular fans eating ribs between, between a baseball game. I, that's what I like right there. I like that. Thank you very much for coming. Uh, Thank very, you for the welcome. T-shirts. We appreciate it. You've always been very kind to us, and we're great. Thank you for all you do. Back tomorrow at 1 o'clock. Until then, everybody, Southern Miss. To, to the, the top. top. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.